at the family reunion. Who we introducing? I know y'all know that song. And it'd be like, my name is Yeah. So, y'all know, I talked about it last week, um, a couple of days ago. Um, I went on a solo trip. Last week, I went to Mexico. And it was fun. And I did a lot of things. But one of the things that also happened was we did some, like, mental health session panel type thing. And we touched a little bit on, like, families and like our relationship with our families and that got deep so I said okay um I'm gonna take this back you know we're gonna take this back so we can sit chill and like digest this because I feel like this would be a good topic of conversation so today's episode is going to be about family dynamics and how do we feel about our family and their support or lack thereof um this was like a good episode for me. We're going to try and keep this light because, you know, yeah, this was a good episode. I feel like for me, something for me to talk about because growing up, I went through like, don't mind my voice. Yeah, your girl got COVID. Yeah, solo trip was fun, but I got COVID, but it's cool. Um, But no, family dynamics was very interesting. Like I've gone through so many phases of how I view my family I think it's like very funny now to look back and like oh wow what the fuck was I thinking because growing up the dynamics of it pretty much so my mom my dad they were never really together when I was born um my dad was married to my stepmom like I've known that all my life my mom was with my other brothers and sisters father I've known that all my life I'm now she's single, but, like, I've known that all my life. My mom has five kids. My dad has four kids. So I have, biologically, two older brothers, two younger brothers, and two little sisters. I fall, like, dab smack in the middle. So y'all know that middle child syndrome? I had that. <laughs> and I've got to, like, I lived in both houses. So I lived with my mom. I lived with my dad. So I, I experienced lots of family dynamics, let me just say. Um, and it's so funny. Like I said, I look at it now, look back at it now. Like when I was growing up, I used to always be like, I hate my family for what they're not. Like I just always like you see shit on TV and you'll see shit or like you'll see other people's families and things like that. And you're like, why don't we do that? Why we ain't like that? Why we like I see so many people growing up with so many cousins. In the beginning, I did have a lot of cousins, but then them hoes moved all around the different states, like Virginia. I was like, you know, it was like my family was like so spread out, but there in a sense. And I used to just hate it. Like, damn, why couldn't we be like the families? Like I saw, like I said, I hated my family kind of hate is a strong word. So let me not say that. I didn't appreciate my family because I thought we were supposed to be more. There was supposed to be more of us. It was supposed to, you know, you see, you think that's supposed to be. And then as I got older, I will say, I started to appreciate my family so much more for who everyone was individually. So I will say, like, um, it did take me growing up to, for me to step back and appreciate my family for exactly who they are. Um, growing up, like my mom, for example, we had, like, the weirdest relationship. It wasn't, it wasn't peaches and cream. It was given water and oil you know like I'll never forget like I moved out of my mom's house I was 14 um and I didn't go back until like my freshman year of college so you know 
it was it was weird it was weird it was weird we were like okay what what is what is happening and i like i remember growing up my mom would always you know say like when shit hit the fan like well she's my only daughter like i was her first daughter i was her first daughter she didn't know how to raise me she didn't know what to do she didn't you know it was just my brothers and then me um yeah so that that was that and then it was like okay so then as i got older and um our relationship started to change. The dynamics of it changed. Um, and then my little sister was born on my mom's side. And I saw their relationship and things like that. It was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. You know, like, oh, okay, you start to see things from a different light. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, um, like I said, how do we feel about family and their support or lack thereof? I feel like a lot of times people say, like, your friends can be, like, your biggest supporters or your biggest haters, or your biggest downfalls, but your family also can be too. Like, I don't think a lot of people, like, realize, like, sometimes our family is, like, all we know. Like, we've been with these motherfuckers for years. We've raised up together. So when you get to a certain stage in your life where you feel like you need their support and it's not there, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like damn that hurt. I think that honestly I think not having your family support will hurt more than not having like friends friends come and go like your family you know you stuck with them it's like okay why are you guys not supporting me why are you guys not there for me why are you guys not showing up because also sometimes with what other people see as support is not what we receive as support so why aren't you showing up for me in the way that I need you to show up for me or that I would like for you to show up for me, for me to go on and be my best self, you know? So it's like, damn, if you don't have that from your family, like, what do you do? Like, I'll use college as an example. I'm a first generation um, college student. Like, I'm the first one in my main family to go to college and graduate, get a degree. Shout out to me. And I did it early. Yeah. Um, so I just, that's my biggest accomplishment yet. Um, (laughs) but yes. And I remember when I was going to college, my dad was like, why are you going to college? It's stupid. Like you could go get a job. Mind you, my dad has a very good job. He has a union job. Very good job. He's like, I could get you a job. You could could get a job. Why are you going to college? That's stupid. And I'm I'm like, who the fuck tells their kid? Why are you going to college? That's stupid. You know? And then it was like, I had my mom who was like, do that shit. Like, I don't know what we doing, but do that. Mind y'all, we had a big gap between when I was 14 to when I went to college. So when it came, circled back around, it was like, no, go to college. Like, learn my, still to this day, my mom would be like, I think you can get a master's. I think you can get a PhD. Like, ma, yeah, you couldn't pay me to go back to school. Like, I did, but I came, I saw, I conquered, I did what I was supposed to do. But school, honey, was, I, no. But my mom will still say, like, go do it, go do it. So I think it was interesting. It was like, okay, I didn't, I had the support from my mom. I didn't really have the support from my dad. But it was like, imagine if I'd like listened to that. Like if I was like, oh, okay, my dad said this is dumb, so I'm not going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if I really did that. It would be like, what the fuck? But no, to see where I am now, it's like, um, you know, I went to college and mind you throughout college, it was, 
college was a very interesting journey for me. I feel like I had a lot going on. Um, a lot was transitioning. Like I, I was the first one to go to college. I didn't go that far away. I went about like an hour away from my hometown, 45 minutes, 30 minutes. If you like do a 90, 100, that's not safe. Don't do that. But if you were, you'll get to me real fast. Um, but as I experienced college, I also felt like I also like didn't have support either. Like my mom was supportive as far as like, yeah, go, you should do it. But you know, no one realizes, uh, school ain't free. You got to pay for that shit. You've got to fill out FAFSA forms. You've got, there's a lot of shit that you have to do. And when no one's done it before, you're like, uh, what the fuck is this? How do I do this? I remember my, I got a scholarship for my first semester. And then my second semester, um, I had no money to go to school. And I was like, what the hell? What am I going to do? Like, and no, like it was like my mom was like, well, we can try and figure it out, you know, whatever. But it was like, what was I going to do? And I, I was like, OK, I'm just not going to go back. And I promise y'all I woke up one day. Y'all know we got that long spring semester. I woke up one day, I mean, long break before we go back for the spring. I woke up one day and had a scholarship and I was like, OK, it's meant for me to go and do this. It's meant for me to go and do it. So it's like I went I, I like, you know, I went to school and things like that. But it was like and I think growing up my parents kind of didn't get this and this is like support in a sense all it took was a phone call you know like hey I'm just calling to check up on you hey I'm just calling to see how you know all it took was just one phone call and I feel like that was the support that I lacked in college you just to know that okay they were there you know what I'm saying but I didn't let that deter me we graduated now I look back and I see like okay my sister just graduated college my other sister's about to go to high school. My other brother's about to, I mean, they're about to be seniors in high school and go on to college. And I think that's pretty dope. Like, you know, also that's both, it's funny too, because I lived in both households with my dad and my mom, but they were both different. Like the dynamics of each household was different. So it was like expected of my brother and sister on my dad's side to go to college. Like my stepmom, you know, like they, it was expected. That was expected. But on my mom's side, it was just like, I was the first one to do it. My two older brothers didn't. Um, I hope my little sister and my other little brother fall in track and kind of do what I did. Even my mom's like, she talked to her yesterday. She's like, oh, I think I want to go back to school. So I think it was like pretty cool. And it was just like, what if I kind of let my dad's lack there of support of me going to college get into my head? What I have went? I already thought I couldn't go to college. Like I was that girl. I was like, I applied last minute. I was applying to colleges in December. You know, people start doing that shit in August. So December, I was like, well, I'm going to see if I can get in. I applied to one college, and it was like, excuse me, it was like, oh, I got accepted. I'll never forget my first acceptance was, I think, I think it was Dean I had applied to. And I was like, oh, my boo at the time had went there. I was like, oh, shit, I'm smart enough to go to college. Like, I can do this. I had never saw that in me. And that first acceptance letter. And then I started applying to more. And then I was like, oh, shit. I'm getting into, like, Clark Atlanta. I'm getting into Morgan State. I'm getting into Lincoln. I'm getting into Xavier. I was getting it. I was like, oh, my God. I could do this shit, you know? So that was pretty cool. And um, it, it, it showed something to me that I didn't see. So it was like, if I would have listened when my dad was like, you know, that was kind of stupid. Why would, like, why do that? I probably wouldn't have 
I wouldn't be where I am today. But then I had to realize too, like, you know, sometimes that support or lack thereof support for my family doesn't really have anything to do with ill intent. Sometimes that's all they know. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes our family can pe- can be projecting the rejection that they received onto us. And it's like, they don't know any better. I can promise y'all, like, we'll probably do another episode on that. But me and my mom's relationship was not it. Like, I used to, I would never, if you ask me now, shit, 10 years ago, <laughs> 10 years ago, what I see this for me and my mom, I would have told you, hell motherfucking no. Now I talk to that lady every day. We text. We, that's my girl. And I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful for that. But it took me to step back out of the 14-year-old girl or the younger version of me who wanted that mom and daughter relationship and who just wanted to be acknowledged and wanted you who wanted her mom and to put my foot into the mother who was trying to be a mom who didn't have the best relationship with her mom so was kind of like doing all she knew how to do I used to think that was an excuse but now I look at it as like my mom like as I've gotten older I've seen and we talk and things like that my mom does so much for other people she pours into so many other people but always forgets to pour back into herself so trying to raise a child and be there for everyone and be present for everyone not even know how to show up for herself but then now she has to show up for me a young it was a lot it was a lot she's dealing with passion it was a lot and I think once I was able to step into those shoes and realize like my mom was doing the best she could do. It really changed the dynamics of our relationship. And it made me look at my family's dynamics differently and made me appreciate, like I said, every single, like, you know, every single thing that I once was like, what the hell is this? These motherfuckers is crazy. Like, even like I said, when I was growing up, I was be like, why wouldn't my family do this? Why wouldn't my family do this? And now I'm getting, like, now I'm older and I think back to, like, damn, I miss the times when we would sit in my mom's house, me and my brothers, and just be singing, um, y'all know that song, Into Fire, that song, If I Ever Fall In Love Again, me and my brothers would sing that all the time. So now that I'm older and they have kids and we're older, I'm like, oh my God, I miss those days. But me in that moment was like, why don't we do family stuff? Not realizing this was family stuff. Everybody's family looks different. Not every, you know, not everything... Not everything that glitters is gold. And baby, I had gold. And just because it didn't look like it, I didn't see that. But I was young. <laughs> so now those are like the things are like, oh, okay, I very much appreciate this. And um, also something that was touched based on when we were talking about family dynamics in Mexico was, you know, sometimes that lack of support that you get from your family members could be they're upset because they're doing something you're doing something that they would have never been able to do they would have been too afraid excuse me been nervous just wouldn't have been able to take that chance and now that you're doing it it's like who does she think she is 
I think I'm the motherfucker who's going to do it because ain't nobody else do it, you know? And, like, you know, so you have to kind of step in and say, okay, so I see you're not supporting me or you guys aren't supportive of what I'm doing. So at what point do we say, okay, boy, I got to love you from a distance? Like, I love you, but I got to love on you from all the way, all the way over there, down the street, around the corner, up the hill. Because I've noticed, and like after hearing different conversations that were floating around in regards to families, is our families can disappoint us. Whether it be our mom, dad, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, blood-related, not blood-related. Our family has the power to disappoint us, I think, more than anyone like I said because sometimes that's all we know that's all we've known and to me um to it was one time it was one one conversation in particular where someone was like you know I want to say something to my mom but I don't know how it's gonna go I don't know what's gonna happen I don't know and that really stuck with me because um like I told y'all my thing was like growing up is all I wanted was a phone call from both of my parents, in a sense, because I lived with my aunt, whatever. All I wanted was a phone call. And I was like, Miss Runner, like, she's a runner, she's a track star. Like, I ran away from my shoes, y'all. moved all the way across the fucking country. Is that where I am? Yeah. So, that was my thing. And I remember I moved. Um, I was moving, and I didn't want to tell nobody, because I didn't want it, nobody to, I didn't want that negative, I didn't want the support or whatever I was, I didn't want it either, you know, I, nope, I didn't want to risk it. And I remember I had had a conversation with both my mom and my dad, and the conversation was more so of, here's why I was upset all these years. Here's what I wanted from you guys, and here's what I feel like I didn't receive. And here's why I felt the way I felt. And I selfishly had that conversation because I had realized, girl, you can move down the street. You can move 27 hours away. If you don't address an issue, it won't go away. It may start blending in with shit, but it's still there, you know, and it's going to always resurface until you acknowledge it. So when the girl was saying, like, you know, I want to have a conversation, but I'm nervous, like how my mom would react. I wanted to tell her so bad. Sometimes you have to do stuff for you. Like when I had that conversation with both of my parents, it was because I knew that's what I needed for me to move on. I And the, the reason why I think it worked out so well in my favor, mind you, I didn't get the reaction I wanted, like the response I wanted. One parent I did, the other one I didn't. But I had done my part. And... It went so well on my end because there was no expectation. I'm a bit, I think expectation leads to disappointment. When you start expecting shit from motherfuckers and they don't follow up, now you're disappointed. Versus if you would have went in with no expectation at all, got what you got, and now you decide, you make the choice of either I'm going to accept this or I'm going to have to love you from around the corner up the street down the alley. You know what I'm saying? So I I think when you do things and you have uncomfortable conversations or you go into uncomfortable situations or environments, you have to do it with no expectation from others. Now, you can make expectations for yourself. You know, like my like I said, I did it for me. 
because I wanted to move and be okay. Like, be like, okay, I acknowledged it. I said what I had to say. Now I'm at peace on my end. Now, whatever they do with the information is what they decide to do with it. However, they take it in and process on them. Be respectful. But I did my part. And now I'm okay with me, you know? And you have to be selfish because as we grow on and we get older, you'll always have you. You know what I'm saying? We may not, like you said, we may not meet eye to eye with your family. You may, it may be weird. It may be whatever. But you got to make sure you're okay. You got to take care of you. So when I had the conversation with my parents and I didn't expect much in return, when I didn't get much, I was like, oh, okay. And when I got way more than what I was expecting, I said, wow. But either way, I wasn't disappointed. You, you get what I'm saying? And like I said, now I talk to my mom every single day, every single day, every single day, if not every day, every day. And if I don't talk to my, like, oh, shit, I got to call my mama. My dad will work. Me and my dad, we have potential. My dad, I think my dad's a cancer. Are y'all into Zodiac signs? Because I should tell you everything, you know, like my dad had cancer. Me and my dad, we have so much potential to have that great relationship. Like, I may not talk to him every day, but maybe I'll call my dad every month, every couple of weeks, every couple of months. But I love him. You know what I'm saying? You, I would tell my sisters and my brothers all the time, you get one parent. And I used to hate when people say that to me because I was like, ah, rah, rah. now I'm like older. It's like you get one. So you kind of, you know, maneuver and navigate the relationships differently and you start to appreciate them way more when you realize there's only one of them on this earth. Whether they look like or they act like how we want them to, you only get one. You know? So. I say that to say, I think expectation leads to disappointment. So when it comes to family, sometimes we can't expect so much from them. Or even people in general. Like, you can't really expect much from people sometimes. I do believe we have to meet them where they are. And then we decide whether we want to deal with them or not. Boundaries. Like, boundaries are big. Like, I'm so big on boundaries. Ooh, when people start that bullshit, my first response is, uh uh-uh, I built, uh uh-uh. I worked hard and I built a peaceful life. Don't bring that over here. Like, I have, y'all know the island they used to talk about. That's real. I tell that I've built this. It took me a long time to build this island with just me where everything is peaches and cream and kumbaya. You will not come over here and disrupt my motherfucking peace that I worked so hard for, you know. So boundaries, boo. Boundaries, I think, go very hand in hand with family dynamics. Um, I learned when I was in Mexico, no is a sentence. Okay, no. Not no because I or no, but no. Next. That's it. Thank you. Have a good day. You don't like it? I don't know what to tell you. I know somebody needs to hear that. Start telling these motherfuckers no. Not maybe, not yet. No. No. And more no. No. Now that we've discussed like family. Oh, this is long. Okay. Now that we've discussed family dynamics. So y'all know how y'all be spending the block on your niggas and your friends. Do you ever spend the block on your family? Like... Do you ever realize that, okay, you was on some bullshit, but let's let's bend it and let's try this again, you know? Let's try this again. This was an interesting question for me because I'm stuck in between. Life is short, but, baby, once a hater, always a hater. Like, y'all know them hating ass, like, 
cousins, aunts, uncle, you know what I'm just that hating ass feeling member you be having. It's like, okay, do I spend a block on you or no? Like, like we talked about the peaceful island, but life is too short, and I would hate for something to happen to one of us tomorrow. And it's like, damn. You know, so like I was like, it, it, that's like the devil and the angel on my shoulders, like which one, which one? Because then it's like, OK, let's say we decided to cut somebody off because they wasn't supporting us. Now we get to where we, we want to be and now the support is coming. See, a person like me, I'm going to start questioning, like, are you supporting me for me? Or are you supporting me because you you see, like, you trying to see what you can get out of me? Like, you really can never trust people, family or not. Oh, my God, y'all. I'm a big person. I see people for what they are, not who they are. I do not care if you are my mother, father, sister, cousin, uncle. If you do some weird shit to me, I'm going to see you as the weird shit you did to me. Not my brother who did weird shit to me, and that's my brother, so I got to forgive him. Or my mom who did weird shit to me that's my mom no you were a person who did some weird ass shit to me so it's like okay do we spin the block like do we practice forgiveness because y'all know forgiveness is for us not for them like what do you do are we are y'all spinning let's be real are y'all spinning the block on your family members who don't support you yeah um, but that's my TED talk for today. That was good. That's my TED talk for today. Well, that was my talk for today on family dynamics. Um, overall, my theory was always when I got older, I would create the family I wanted. <laughs> that, that family like I saw that, oh, I want, I want this. It took me getting older to realize life is short. And although we can't pick our, pick our family, who we get is ours. Nappy headed and all, loud and all, bougie. I'm probably gonna be like the fine bougie auntie of my family. Like I see that my siblings are starting to have children. Like it's given I'm gonna be the fine auntie. But don't be surprised if I have like five kids and be married happily. Like don't be either way. Don't be surprised, you know. But no, I love my family and I love some extra hard. Others I have to love from a distance. But what I took away, like I said, it's hard to break down and digest family dynamics. But my biggest takeaway is to always exude love, love, and more love. Like whether you're receiving that support that you want or not from your family, give love, boo. Give it and give it until you can't give it no more and that's all they can take.